show coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, fresh mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. Good morning, Rack FM. It's 0800 EST and what does the O stand for? Oh my god, Free the Needle cast. I mean, it's not an exclusive, but uh, we heard uh, he was on the space the other week, but like, that's the first time. Wow, we are fucking blessed, guys, in this room. Tonight we are blessed. So, it's uh, Friday, guys, uh, 10th, isn't it? The 10th, I think it is. 10th of March 2023, and this is your daily. Cosmos Crypto US of A and Breakfast Show with your host, not very well. You can hear me voice. Robo, the mayor of Rackville and your favorite pundits. Uh, but we've only got one in the room, and that's my little darling, uh, B Bands from the block. Hello, B Bands. Good morning, darling. Good morning. I'm glad you didn't call me a big darling because I think I would have been hurt. I've been thinking big birth. But... <laughs> How are you doing today, babes? You okay? Doing good. Kids just got on the bus, um, getting over to my desk and getting ready for the day. Yeah. Getting the news, see what's going on in the world. I was I was about to ask you a question because I had a hot mic the other day. Uh, if I plug this microphone in, darling, so give us one second. You know what Twitter spaces is like if you do microphones like pretty sure. Let's uh, one second. Let's turn it on. Let's see if we've got something a little bit. Uh... Okay, B-Bands, how's that? Is that a little bit better or what? Oh my gosh, yes, yes, perfection. Yes, that's a good sound, dude. Weird, look who's just joined us. I'm so blessed. Uh, before we say hello to uh, Freya, guys, I just want to say a shout out to the people in the room. We did have Jessica, she's just dropped us. We've got a uh, Spitter here, we've got Cosmos Jones, Striker. Small rooms, guys, sometimes the best. So, without further ado, a very warm welcome to a fellow countryman, and I will say, from Thailand, like Sawadi Kap, Sawadi Kap, Kunefriana Kap, oh, Kwam Suk Mak Makna, oh, I'm excited. So, uh, Freya, how are you, sir? Okay, good afternoon. All right, how's it going? Uh, took a little bit of while to sort out this fucking Twitter Spaces bullshit. Uh, on the, uh, oh, bro, I'm trying to connect. So. It's horrendous. Uh, Dude, I mean, yeah. Freya, when he came in, Elon did a bit of like a little bit of good work, and then I don't know what they've done, but it's basically took it like back to what it was when it was shit, even worse probably right now. And like everybody's rugging, and it's like, so yeah, it, it's it's not the best. You know what? It's because they're trying to figure out how to record us properly without you know like to keep it the file so that they can use it for AI. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that probably is actually the, the reason. It's, it's going to be some bullshit, like we're the product, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. 
So, so Freya, I take it that right now you're probably like the only sober one uh, in uh, Cosmos. I take it like everyone in Cosmos is on a fucking come down from uh, East Denver. Like, I heard stories about fucking a hundred percent. Yeah, like everybody is complaining about altitude sickness, and um, I, I backpacked across America um, many years ago uh, and took the train across America, like New York to SF. Um, and and I've so I've been to Denver, right? I've had a few beers in Denver, uh, and I know that you it's it's not altitude sickness those lads had. Uh, it's a fucking hangover. <laughs> everybody, everybody in East Denver blaming the altitude. It's like, nah, 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 dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, they're like, oh yeah. I mean, ah, oh, just just this this altitude's really fucking killing me. I'm just like, it's like it's not that bad. Like, I don't know. Have you ever had a beer on top of mountains? Like, what it's fine. <laughs> it's just what, what problems if you have ten level? beers on top of a mountain? Yeah, what level is it? I don't, I don't actually know. I would have to look. But do you know what level above uh, sea level it is or what? What? How high Denver. Are I think Denver's about 1,500 metres, isn't it? Something like that. Ah, oh, bollocks. They're trying to pull that one. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, it's at least 1,000 metres above sea level. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. I mean, anybody who's listening, who ever listens to Game of Notes will know kind of general random bullshit facts is like 90% of what we do rather than actual cosmos chat. So, I mean, um, yeah, uh, I feel like this is like a more of a game of nodes topic than a rack FM topic. 1,609 meters, mate. So I was actually a hundred meters shy. Not that bad. Like you go. I pretty fucking close, weren't you? Dude, I must say like, it's a, it's a, such a difference from all the fucking other bullshit. I see game of nodes. Yeah. But especially the academia, like that comes through. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're a lifetime <laughs> student of the world, right? Like, like I respect fucking people who've travelled. Uh, I mean, we'll get into this later, Freya. But have you ever been over Southeast Asia? Yeah? Um, China. I've backpacked throughout China, um, but I've actually never made it to Southeast Asia. Um, it's one of those, like you know, you've only got so much time and cash when you're planning a trip, and so. Uh, I the one time I kind of went out that way, I ended up going out to the Pacific Islands instead, which is a real fucking trip. Like, you know, these tiny islands where you're somewhere like Rarotonga, you know, the population's what, 13,000 people odd, something like that. And the majority of the island is the international airstrip because it's like it's got to take a 747 and the island's only six, six, seven kilometers along, something like that. And, you know, it's a 4,000 meter runway. Um, just, just they're, they're absolutely crazy places. Absolutely crazy ah, places. Really yeah, I've got mates, man. I've got mates like all over the world on mad, like mad islands, like like uh, La Reunion. Uh, but uh, I've got uh, me one of my best friends, like he's a DJ, Nico. Uh, we were in Australia together, like like I was helping him out, kind of like looking after him a little bit because he was like, like he wasn't the biggest or strongest guy, but he was going to like DJ in these like proper like bad places and stuff, you know. So a couple of us were helping him out like the security. And uh, yeah. you know, you know New Caledonia, you know New Caledonia. Uh, yeah, I'm aware. Of, I, I've not been there, but I know where it is. Bro, the honest to God, these videos, man, of them like dude, it's just like they have raves just constantly on this island. Like they're just pure like party island. Like is isn't an old friend. Caledonia, yeah, it's called New Caledonia now. I think is that right? I think so. Uh, I mean, that kind of vaguely rings about. Dude, these uh, there's a lot of French people. Like, like if you're French, you can like just go and build these like ra- mad remote islands, like uh, La Reunion, La Reunion, which I think is about uh, 
250, 300 kilometers like east of Madagascar. It's like right in the middle of fucking nowhere, like. And uh, that's where my mate is got a little like. Yeah, I guess it's all. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's all like naval bases and and stuff historically, something like that. Uh, you know, on on on. Correct. Same as in the Atlantic. Anyway, we're not here. we're getting into this, dude. We've got some chads coming in. This is this is what I do to almost every conversation I'm in. So I apologise about that. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I need hey, to get in. I'll help you. I'll help you. I, I do the same thing, too. I come in with my, like, one-liners and shit and kind of throw things off real quick. And then we got to realign. So it's all right. It's all good. Yeah. So what's, what's, what, do you, what do you guys want to shoot the shit about today? What do you want to talk about? What's the, what's the topic, topic to fucking jour since you're talking well, about French? You know what? You know what, Frey? I'll tell you something now, bud. Uh, it's a, first of all, it's an absolute honor and a privilege to have you on the show. That's definitely for sure. This is a right scoop for Rack FM. I think it's probably going to hit some ridiculous numbers. And also, everybody knows that when you come on this show, you, you just say what the fuck you want. Like, like, literally, we have, I mean, we tried to have a format originally, bands, didn't we? We really did, like, try to, like, no, be like, oh, no, 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 we did not try. I tried, and you were like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, listen, there's been a lot of shit going on, Free, uh, It's been mental. The first thing I want to say to you, Free, is I think, uh, the community. I think you don't realize how many people in the community, Juno community, uh, regard you like so highly for like saving like massive chunks of their like net, net worth. I talked about this the other night. I know, <laughs> like, I know Jack and Strange Love did a lot, but if anybody really knows the truth, really knows who saved Juno that particular time, it was fucking you, dude. You didn't sleep for like three and a half years or something, right? Well, I mean, yeah, but I would also say that, you know, there, I say like Andrew from Strange Love, uh, honestly, was probably the, the absolute goat there. Like Andrew and obviously Asaf um, from, from Secret, you know, in root, Asaf was the one who actually definitively root caused um, the first cyber attack. And Andrew uh, is a very talented engineer and ops engineer who, helps us basically replicate how we could recover the chain um, until he kind of put his skills to it um, from the strange love side. We were kind of proceeding in quite a, a manual kind of way, you know, like um, a lot of the stuff, you know, it's moved on even since then, like the, the kind of tool and things that you have access to. Um, but I think, yeah, I think people would be surprised by how shorthanded do you know, is and was and like how few people are actually involved in the development kind of on a day-to-day basis and and again historically have been and so a lot of the tooling and things that we had access to or had the time to learn or get or or use for stability reasons or whatever was not like the same tooling we needed to recover the chain so we were kind of like muddling our way along like checking things over how can we can we do this will it work blah 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 and um and yeah, Andrew from the Strange Love side was just fucking amazing at just being like, no, 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 we can just automate this stuff. Here's how we do it. Um, and so we were able to run simulations of how the chain would uh, actually behave as we tried to recover it, you know, taking out the malicious state that had been injected and all that sort of stuff. And so, like, I mean, honestly, like, uh, yeah, it's nice to be given some, given some credit for being a part of that. But like, Andrew really is the absolute GOAT of that whole situation uh, and a staff obviously so can't take too much credit I'm afraid oh bro you're, you're, as, you're as humble as a crumble and yeah you're lovely and yeah I've got dude I've got a spare shoe box you know 
you know, you know, Rama escaped out of the shoebox. He's not talking to me. Well, we'll get to that later anyway. But uh, dude, I've got a spare <laughs> shoebox. You're welcome in at any time. No, but dude, I just want to, I want to ask about so gaming nodes. Uh, we were doing a live spaces with like uh, Jacob and a couple of other people uh, who were like on the original gaming nodes. Out of that was born this like you know. Uh, uh, Schultz uh, and Observer, right? So, like, like working with working with Null, right? Uh, when he acts like a retard, is that put on or is it like for real? Is that for real or what? <laughs> the the fun thing about so like I right? I, how do I say this without being racist to our Australian brethren? Um, you know, he's a big friend. You know, he's a big friend of the show, though. Yeah, big friend. Null is. Noel is one of the smartest people I know, but he's also very Australian. Like, he is such an Australian bloke, you know? He is a bloke. He is a bloke. He's not one of the lads. He's an Australian bloke. Do you know what I mean? He's a bloke. And Wait, what's the difference between a lad and a bloke? Hello. Well, well you know, like, I don't know. You, you know, like, you go, you go in the office with the lads and you're like, all right, lads, how's it going? You know, the lads. But like, you know, Australians are kind of like, <laughs> I guess, you, you know, what I guess I'm getting at is that I think, uh, I I think mas- ma- ma- masculine culture is, masculine culture is very different and also generationally very different, I think, in Europe versus Australia. But I think also just the way, but this is also, it's not, it's not so different. I think this is the thing. British people, Australian people, I think, find it easier to communicate than British people and American people because American people are, very very polite but often very insincere and australian people call you a cunt to your face and i much prefer the the latter but i think i think a lot of the time basically uh yeah it's very easy to be lost in translation to americans as a british person and i think it's very easy to be lost in translation to literally the entire world as an australian person but uh, i think it's um, fair to say not null is one of the smartest people i i, I know and it's kind of it's, it's yeah it, it kind of do especially doing the show that a, long i just um i'm trying to find the urban uh dictionary how do you spell bloke uh b-l-o-k-e so uh, where know. i come from where <laughs> i come from a, a bloke's a man but like yeah what, you'd, say, what, I mean, you'd say you'd say you'd say like maybe, maybe you say top blokes right but that's kind of again that's more of an australian isn't it like you know top blokes yeah. it's kind of a bit old school yeah, what, what I would say, Frey, uh, in my opinion, about Australians, I spent two and a half years there. I lived and worked with them in the fields and, and I was in the bush and with the ab- Aborigines and everything, right? The, they've got no filter. Basically, yeah, obviously, even the women have got zero filter, like whatsoever. The women will tell you to your face, shut up, you daft cunt. What are you talking about, man? I'll slap you in a minute. Like, that's how the women will talk to well, your face. Well, I mean, like, but that's, that, that's not dissimilar to the, to the north of England, is it, really, either? Like, I thought that just sounded like a Hispanic woman, but um, maybe I'm just wrong because. Hey, Lolita, Lolita, be quiet now. <laughs> We're missing the Spanish, aren't we? Well, where's our Spanish contingent? We're missing them. Tell them to come back. I miss them. Look at the chads coming in the room. Uh, so, yeah, I was only joking about null, but, uh, dude, I mean, y- you're there every week. Has it been like this mad, like, when you're 70 years old, like, are you going to look back on Game of Nords and be like, wow, that, like, there's a legacy there, like, like, me family? Can, like, <laughs> no? Uh, I mean, we, we joke that the, you know, the real, the real interchange, the friends you made along the way, 
Um, and I think there's definitely like a, there's definitely kind of an element where we didn't really know what we were getting into. When we, we literally, we started it because we were like, we feel like as validators, we want to be a bit, we're already doxxed. We just want to be a bit more visible about what we're doing, who we're working with and, you know, what our concerns are. And I think they're very, they're, they're quite different to, there are a lot of different actors and agents in the ecosystem, right? And validators have a particular perspective. Um, but also, like, I think the life experiences and whatnot of the, the people on that, that, that have ended up being that podcast, because like you say, it started being, it started as quite a lot of people. Um, like it was, it was sort of a rotating cast of like, you know, Jabby and Jack jumped in and then Jake was on the first, some of the first few, but like the kind of core people who just started doing it every week and became the the panel. Um, I think we'll have like quite a different perspective on it all. I mean, we have some things that unite us and yeah, I mean, it just became one of those things where it was, it, it had already been the case that we were basically having sort of group calls just to shoot the shit because we don't have colleagues, you know? Um, all of us have companies where we, we, we bring people in to do bits of work and stuff and usually freelancers really, rather than like full-time members of staff. And so we're kind of like flying solo a lot of the time and just ha having people to shoot the shit with who understand completely what, what's going on and you don't have to bullshit like was really valuable. And then it was basically null who was just like, we should be recording this. This should just be a podcast. Um, and that's how game of notes happened. And we basically just slightly changed the time so that it would kind of vaguely be watchable by people or listenable by people in some time zones. Uh, and then it, it just took basically the group, the group chat uh, as a podcast. So that's why sometimes it's a bit structureless and a bit confusing to listen to maybe because it is oh, just dude, us arguing. Dude, the, <laughs> hardcore, the hardcore elements love it. Uh, the hardcore element of it, especially when you were like just ripping the piss out of their uh, sniff like more, you know, crypto like more, we call them sniff like more. <laughs> the other week on there, you're yeah, down like more. Oh, bro. Anyway, I'm so ignorant. Uh, I forgot to say it here that congratulations. Anyway, I'm not going to use the word promotion because it's, you know, decentralized, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, yeah, dude, uh, moving up. Obviously, call one when it was subbed out, big move, bold move. And then you and Max got. Like put on that sub there was that correct? Yeah, so congratulations, dude. Yeah, I mean it's it's I guess it's less of a congratulations thing and more of a kind of like it's just a change in responsibility. Um, so you know, for, more, more or less, more or less responsibility. Does it get easier when you? <laughs> time will tell. Time, time will tell. But um, I guess the the thing because you know some of us like in 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 my case and actually in Null's case, you know, Null's one of the first people I met in in Juno. Um, you know, I think both of us joined the the Juno Discord like a day or a couple of days after it started. You know, um, so there is like a sense in which uh, there's kind of a I don't want to be like all new world ordery and stuff, but there there has always been a shadow core of people that have been there since the start and have an opinion and have seen everything kind of from the inside. Um, and I think what this a way of looking at this is that you know. Uh, I don't even know that I would call myself an SDK developer. Like, I think I'm a Rust. I, I'm more of a Rust and smart contract developer who happens to have sometimes taken them on for the team and and pissed around with the, the core code. But I, I think there's a there's a bit here where I'm sort of a representative from, I guess, the validator community and the the people who have operationally kept the chain running. 
and Max is sort of an advocate for the community. And I think Max, if anybody like has worked you know, 10 times harder than I have in the last year or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure it's promotion so much as it's like a, um, a, a kind of permission to actually speak for the strategic direction of the chain more directly rather than sort of being in the background. Wow. Do you want to, do you want to know something? I, I, I now understand why you don't do spaces very often because you're, you're way too humble to, to be around the rest of the plebs and, and us lot and, and the other, like, even up echelon plebs, like, in the, in, like dude, honest <laughs> to God, how often B-bands, though, B-bands, like, like, how, like, uh, like your man's like, no, 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 like, like, not, not me, other people, other people, other people. I'm like, hey, your man, dude, just trying to talk. Yeah, well, that way, then we'll change the subject, chubby B-bands. Hey, do you know, <laughs> do you know. Hey, have you have you been working with Reese? He's a good friend of the show. We love Reese, you know. He's helped racks out loads. Uh, I yeah yeah with him? yeah yeah. No, I, I was talking to him earlier today, actually, a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, no, I I love I love Reese's enthusiasm. He's a great dev. Um, I don't want to sound too old, but he's sort of. I, I think a lot of the devs like Reese because he reminds. It certainly kind of reminds you of you when you were younger and had more energy <laughs> you know what i mean oh, like i would, give, I would gonna... give him a golden i would give him a golden shoe box for you i would give him a golden just, shoe box. you're like oh i remember when i had the energy to code all night on a problem rather than getting to like you know one in the morning and being like oh god i've got stuff to do tomorrow i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> i mean yeah i think I mean, it still happens occasionally. You'll pull an all night working on something, yeah. But it's it's the older you get, the more you're like, dude, I got another 20, 30 years of this in my life. I <laughs> it can wait till tomorrow. But he's got yeah, he's got he's an energizer buddy, and that's really cool. Like uh, it's the same as you know some of the Dow, like the Dow Dow guys are really, you know, they're just full of energy as well. Like they're really cool to hang with and talk to. I was talking to I was talking to Noah yesterday, and I'm just like, I talk to you, I talk to those guys again. You're just exhausted by how much, like, like, just listening to them all the cool shit they're doing. You're like, you're like, damn man, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm such an old person. <laughs> uh, Uncle Uncle Robo Uncle Robo being behind the scenes trying to play Kofi Annan this week. Uh, we're not <laughs> certain, we're certainly not going to talk about that tonight. But I've been Jesus on my hands and knees pleading to people that. Shut up and just let's move forward. Uh, Freer, right, I talked to Jake about this the other day. He said, yeah, and I know you guys have got other things going on, like dev things. I, I know about that stuff, but we're, we're talking about uh, an integration of like dev and community and uh, people that have been like uh, critics as well. We are looking to organize like a, like a 10 per, RAG FM. It's going to organize a 10 person uh, resurrect Juno Summit, where we're going to look to bring like there's going to be a couple of co-hosts, well three three uh, hosts and co-hosts, and then we're looking to bring ten people together. We think are the best brains across like not just the devs, or it's not about that, but the community. But also we need to bring in people who are like critical outsiders. I think, uh, and I've I've got uh, like at least well I think two. We need who have been critical to come in and help us. Like, I don't know, Freya, but in a few weeks, maybe a month, you know, it's not immediate, but we are planning this. Would you take part, yeah? Yeah, so uh, there's actually, 
something kind of weird we're talking about in the core team, which which sort of really dovetails with this, which you might have seen like, was, we put out a tweet, uh, I think Lobo, I can't remember who actually who actually does the Twitter account, I think it's Lobo, um, put out a tweet saying, you know, saying like, we, we've got this kind of headline direction, right, which is Interchain DAO Hub, and we're going to be talking more about this in the coming weeks, and we're going to be publishing some stuff. And I put out like a tweet thread with some of the implications of that. And one of the big things that we we kind of feel like there's a strategic direction uh, element to to so we've got all these core these 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 different sub DAOs and things now and and Juno's kind of structure is decentralizing a bit or I mean decentralizing is not the right word it's specializing a bit right uh, something with with fifty people working on it is not decentralized that's just a small that's like a cricket club, isn't it? A cricket club has 50 people in it and it has a treasurer and it has a blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't call a cricket club decentralized. You just call it a group of people who work on the thing they're good at, right? Some of whom play cricket, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. Bad analogy. Um, but the point is, like, they're increasingly like these, these sort of subgroups that have their own specialties, right? So what's the role of Core 1 then? And Core 1 is like, okay, well, there's like a strategic there needs to be like a strategic vision for Juno. And that's sort of the, the thing we're working on now. And we've kind of come to this high level agreement. Now, the part of that that is missing is how to communicate that, how to talk about it and to go out and like sort of explain to people what those moving parts are. Because I think one of the things that, one of the things that maybe we, and this is again why Max is, is such a valuable addition to Core One, I think, is that just see, the, can I the, at that point? Sorry, just to interrupt, I, I don't I interject, I do apologize, but Max has been coming in on Rack FM regularly for a few weeks now. Mind if you see it around, like, have you been popping in like Rack FM a lot? He'll be like, Yeah, dude, I've been all over it for you. I think he's having yeah, fun, I, dude, you know. I mean, Max is Max is just a, a fucking absolute legend, obviously. But please ask him to come and talk to us. I'm dying to talk to the man, like, really dying to talk to him, dude. He's been listening for like weeks and weeks and it's like he, he doesn't like he doesn't like talking that much he's quite um even when you're on like a group chat with him you have to say hey max do you have any thoughts and then he'll be like yeah okay i have loads of thoughts <laughs> <laughs> he's very very humble is the problem but like I, I think the the thing that's interesting about core one right originally the original structure of the founders is that it's sort of like half devs half for want of a better word like community people marketers you know, like, um, although obviously there's some other bits within that, there's like the, the people who are maybe on more on the marketing side, like Wolf, were also the ones who did the tokenomics. So there's quite a spread of, but there's kind of two two camps of focus. Do you know what I mean? And I think like this is why Max coming in as kind of an advocate for the community and also like Max is very shit hot on tokenomics and how all of the economics of the chain break down. Like, I think he doesn't get enough credit for that at all. Um, he's very, very sharp on that stuff. And, you know, that's why, like, for things like how we, we didn't really, we couldn't quite work out how we wanted the tokenomics to flesh out. And that was like <clears throat> a big contribution for Max there, where he was just like, look, you're not thinking about this and that, right? Blah, 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 blah. You know, he's very, very good at that sort of side of things, like how all of the, the money stuff works, for want of a better word, how DeFi works yeah. in the picture and all that. Okay, then. I mean, it's not often I get to have these conversations, so I'm blessed right now, and I'm going to take fucking advantage of it, right? I've been telling these plebs and in in listening in for fucking a long time now about this 
the, the word community, right? I love it. It's very important. It's integral to the entire blockchain process of what we do. But, dude, it doesn't equal culture, right? For people in the audience, community does not equal culture. And I keep saying this to everybody as well. One of the founding principles of RackFM is how do we make governance sexy? Well, we have to remember, right? <laughs> guys, we have to remember, though, that, hey, and, and, and you know what? Ray's going to confirm this. Dude, as always, in any, in, going back in history, right? Culture is upstream of politics, right or wrong, yeah? Of course it is. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it, I suppose the thing, it, well, I mean, just showing my humanities degree here a little bit, I suppose we're, we're beginning to play semantics. What's the definition of culture? Uh, so if culture is more broadly defined than, than politics, then by, by necessity, there's a dependency order. But yes, in a soundbite, yes, you are right. <laughs> well, when you, when you uh, describe a culture that you, you normally encompass like everything within that particular like like society where that culture is like whether that be like cuisine or whether that be like like how you dress or whatever what you listen to what you watch all of that's classes culture but like like i think you're right in saying that there are there is a kind of juno there's a kind of juno culture or there's like a there's like a kind of um there's like a spirit or like a vibe to to the kind of general discourse around the chain within the chain i think though there are multiple communities which is the and, and i think that's also the thing that will increasingly be the case with uh the proliferation of DAO use cases is that you know the whole point is it's permissionless and people will build their own communities um and it's up to the chain to some extent to set to not not set that's not the right word but to have a wider culture that makes it a bit more uh, you know, welcoming or useful or inclusive or exciting or sexy or whatever it is that you think is like the the thing that you want people to kind of emotionally feel about their interaction with the community, with the with the kind of the chain, the community, the culture, um, and and that's the that's actually the thing that I think is a lot of people see the kind of DAO focused thing, and I think they go, I don't, they they say two things. They go one, I don't know how DAOs are going to pump my bags, and they say I don't, I'm not excited about DAOs. And I think that's the intro, that's the thing that is really uh, both from a marketing perspective and from a kind of um, use case perspective, not there yet, right? Which is that the whole DAO thing is basically just an enabler to build exciting stuff that people do care about, and people don't have to hear the word DAO, right? Um, so back to you know, I was saying there's a bit of, there's a bit of a split between like the core kind of specialities and people on core one, and I think developers understand that you to build anything cool and big in crypto, you eventually need a DAO because um, you need to like structure how the projects run, how it's maintained, who's going to pay for it, how it might eventually become self-sustaining, and you don't want to write all that yourself. And DAO DAO is fl flat out the best tooling in all of crypto for this. And Juno is a community that is interested and open to projects launching on it. It's an incredibly chaotic community, but it's it's you know more powerful, I think, in in a sense for that. So you've got this huge enabling base for for launching a project on Juno that's the sum total of those two things, and that's that's kind of where this like sort of DAO focus idea comes from, which is that like we have the platform. But obviously, we understand, and this is where I'm, I, I'm, you know, say like devs straight away understand the power of the DAO because if you've tried to build anything, you need one. But I get that 
ordinary users uh, might be like, I don't care about DAOs. I care about, you know, X use case, X other exciting thing, a DeFi thing or, or, or whatever. And so as part of this, it's like implicit that you need to then incubate projects that are going to build the thing that people find sexy that's on top of DAOs. And maybe people don't ever have, have to hear the word DAO. They don't have to give a shit that there's a DAO under the hood. But it matters that you couldn't build it without that tooling. Um, and that's, I think, an interesting thing that like getting the messaging right on that is going to be tricky because you have obviously people who are very close to, to that tooling are always going to want to, to sort of talk about it as central to everything. But it's all about communicating the things that people are actually most excited about. Whether that's and that, and that I think is novel protocols, novel use cases, all that kind of stuff that people are excited to get their hands on and use. Do you know what I mean? For like well, you well, said, well, you, know, you know, free, free. Honest to God, even in that little like like monologue there, you jumped ahead so far, dude, on some of the things I had to talk to you about. But like I, I doubt Dale, which I think is like the greatest piece of technology on earth right now. Honest to God, dude, I want to talk to you about that. But like the community thing and the culture thing, like hear me out here. A community pool, and we've seen this right across like 50-something chains or whatever. We've seen the latest with the Evmos thing and the, the, the Discord mods or whatever. Right, right, dude. I think, and Freya, stop me if I'm wrong. I just, and, and I'm a community member, have been for a long time, like before the Stargate uh, upgrade, right? Dude, like, the word community has like a little bit of a taint on it. Now, like, but not, it's not tainted, tainted, like, 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 totally. But like, when you hear community pool, and it's like, oh, they're ripping the community pool again. Cause, it, and I'm not talking about Juno, I'm talking about, you know, Juno stop spending. I'm talking about right across, like, if you look at the Cosmic Validator prop and a few other jokes, you know. Yeah. Uh, many things. Right, dude. The, the thing is, all of this is like community pool, community pool. When there's like dev funds and marketing funds that allocate out the original Genesis tokenomics, blah, blah, blah. I believe, and this is why I think Max has been coming in. I think Max has been listening because I've been addressing him when he's been in the room. I think he understands that, like, like the community is there. It's built. He knows it is. And then if we can build a culture, if we can connect those two things together and push on together as an entire group, wow, could be could be the best blockchain on IBC by far, Juno. Like, well, I mean, I think you see that you see that in active users. Like Juno has a lot of active users. And we saw this like <clears throat> we have a <laughs> we have we have a lot of difficulties, I guess, at the moment with with funding and all this sort of stuff. It keeps people right. Uh, to, to cut to the heart of I think the discussion here, right? My my background a lot of uh, for a lot of my career was startups, right? And 90% of startups fail, maybe more than that, right? Um, and you never you never have a startup that dies with money in the bank, right? You you see the idea through to its conclusion, and then you go, nah, it didn't work. So, I mean, you look look, look back. I mean, I've I, I've been I'm holding Bitcoin and things. Model. Sorry, Fred, interject, sir. I do apologize, but like you know, the, the conversation. Have you looked at the rack model? Have you like like I I know you might not have looked or studied or whatever, but you're too busy for us plebs. But like, <laughs> did you look? At Bro, did you look at what we did though? Like, like how, like how the we bootstrapped basically, like the entire like thing itself. Like, all right, the guys like did like put in, they did get a bit wrecked, but like generally the overall model of like those devs just going Devon and leaving the rest of it to us, and like unpaired. Like we all said, like you, you go, you go in the lab, and we'll take care of the rest of the shit. <laughs> if we're successful. We'll share in the spoils. It's like a fucking co-op, dude, hoping that we'll get paid somewhere along the future. But then 
Ragathem's been born. I mean, you never know what's going to happen, right, Freya? You have to take a chance with this shit sometimes, right? Yeah. So well, I, I mean, I think that's the that's the thing. That's also the thing we've we've had to go through with Hal. So, uh, so like, I mean, going going back, right? I've held Bitcoin and things like that since like since I first got paid for some work in it. Since like oh, whatever twenty twelve, I don't know. And you look about like the number of chains and things that have come about since then, or, or DeFi projects or DApps, right? And, uh, and yeah, I was talking to Jake about this the other day. So many of those fucking things, like they're gone now. They're, they're fucking toast. They're in the dustbin of history, right? And at the risk of being like facetious about this stuff, right? Do you want to? You look at all these funding props, and obviously there are good funding props and there are bad funding props, and there are things that will advance the culture and there are things that are not. And sometimes you don't know which those are ahead of time, right? I mean, and it's really hard. Like even venture capital firms with a whole bunch of brainiacs, like absolute poindexters, evaluating all the things across their desk, they make bad calls all the time. Like there's no good way of working out what's good and what's shit, what's what's great idea and what's a bad idea, other than launching it and seeing what happens, right? And so, you know, that's 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 like what you guys did with Rack, and that's impressive. You launched it, you saw if you saw if it had legs, you know. Um, but back to the funding thing is like, you know, you gotta go, I think, and this is not a popular idea, right? And I and I I appreciate we're kind of among friends here. So I'll sort of say it like a lot of projects are going to fail. And like we're beginning to see that in the bear market, that the bear market is claiming some kind of lower market cap chains or chains with no development. And, you know, Juno is a robust chain with a big community and with oh, yeah, some actual blue chip projects on it. So we know that Juno has the staying power to see through this bear market. That's kind of a given. But you've also got to look at it and go, okay, if somebody, if somebody says to you now, right, Juno is dead in five years, uh, for whatever reason, it could be something completely that we couldn't even thought right now, right? Maybe they they find everybody that's even ever touched the code base and they just put us all in prison across multiple jurisdictions. Like it could be anything. We could all get hit, but maybe we will get hit by an asteroid. I, I, I don't know. Like it's a very specific meteor shower that only kills the Juno devs and the chain flounders, right? Would you rather that we hit that point with a huge treasury, loads and loads of Juno in the bank? Or would you rather hit that position having tried everything, having really, you know, fucking spunk the budget on, ah, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Those guys have got a, a cool a cool idea. Let's see if it pans out. Oh, those guys are doing some cool thing over in the community and they need a bit of funding. Poor, you know, maybe it's a bit of a risk, but should we try it? You know, I, I kind of think like the space we're in is so inherently risky um, and so inherently new. Like you just want to, you, you want to die on your feet. You know what I mean? Like die on your feet swinging rather than being too timid. Cause if you're too timid, do you know what? Like other people who are less timid than you are going to come along and they're going to eat your fucking breakfast. Um, oh, be banned. So be banned. Yes, sir. Be-band. Yes, sir. He's fucking lethal, isn't he? Your man's fucking savage, isn't he? It's class. I, I love him. Me like, oh, free son. I, I, I free it looking, you know, the nest, you know, the nest, if you look above, like in the top of the thingy, you know, and if you scroll up to the, you're on your phone, I hear on the, on the, M- yeah, <laughs> yeah bro, 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 first October, 2020, dude, you're preaching to the choir here, man. I'm, I'm one yeah, of the, old yeah. I keep saying to everybody, you know, I keep saying to everybody, dude, who, who shits on like June or whatever, or me or whatever. I'm like, dude, where's your Genesis tweet? Like literally. Anyone, if you want to come in the room and have a conversation, if you're not like a dev, like these lot who worked on the fucking testnet, blah, 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 the validators, et cetera, et cetera. If you're a pleb, right, like most of you in the room, 
like me, right? Like Joe, etc. Like home pleb, like me a pleb. No, I'm a plebette. No, you are not. <laughs> oh, you're Queen B, you, you're Queen B, you're getting your own job. But guys, you know, 1st October, there you go. The Genesis waters are breaking. Like, it was a fucking infant being born. What does that tell you? I'm going to carry it through the fucking adulthood. Like, I've got spaces where I've talked about, like, what I've done with Juno. And I'll tell you what, it hasn't been easy. But I, there's money that's not mine that's for the future. And I put it in a June and I don't give a fuck. And I'm just going to stay there and, like, blah, blah. But, yeah, it's my favourite chain, dude. My favourite IBC chain. By your, but I like Stargaze as well. Ooh. Do you flip NFTs out for it? Are you Rhodesian or not? I didn't even know if you're Rhodesian. Are you, do you Rhodesian uh, shit or not? So, so I actually I actually got Stargaze was the first IBC chain uh, I got involved in. So I got involved in their their test nets, and then that's how I heard about Juno. Um did you, kind of did you get a bad kid's airdrop, did you? Did you get uh, a bad kid's fuck, I could you know, I can't okay. I I, I think Bad, kid, bad kids is a bad kids is a blue chip, obviously. Um, but I do you like the I do you like the I don't. I, I I have one bad kid, and it is dorky as fuck, and it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, like because it, because it, that was a meme. So the bad kids thing, like they launched and they were they like they sold out, but they weren't like they weren't like the meme, right? And so then there was this whole there was this whole thing at a shisha bar in Prague where i feel like it was the juno swap team were just going like bad kids are a blue chip bad kids are a blue chip to everybody that would listen and there were a bunch of cosmos ogs there like i don't know if like was that one where i think there was like sunny and some other people there and people just started buying the floor of the bad kids uh like sweeping the floor and that was the beginning of the bad kids meme i think was literally at that point um and then the other and then you've got like i think it was like polkachu intern uh like the polkachu validator intern account was just every time somebody switched their profile pick to a bad kid that was like that was like the 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 kind of meme rush wasn't it when that happened a bit later or bro the raccoons lost their fucking minds we we went we went on the meme wars i mean we won i I saw i did see that yeah (laughs) Bro, did you see? Did you see when we did the fucking wake for Jake Hartnell when we buried Jake and your man from Kepler Wallet thought it was fucking real and started like, "You raccoons, you disgusting bastards! I can't believe it." <laughs> I'm like, bro, there's a raccoon playing the piano in the corner, dude. In the fucking gift, there's a raccoon playing the piano and he thought it was real, dude. I'm like, bro, yeah, it's, it's definitely definitely kind of obvious that it's a bit of a shit post, isn't it? But um. Yeah, no, uh, we, we, we bought a few Genesis NFTs and uh, probably probably spent a bit more than we should have should have on excited Stargazer NFTs in the early days. And uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Because obviously, like, you know, we, we, we work as a company and we have other people who are involved and stuff like that. And you get to the end of your tax year and your accountants are like, the, the, the company, the corporate accountants are basically like, looking over your books and they're fucking shaking their head at all the dumb mistakes you made as an aside if i i've i'm sure you guys have done this personally i've done this personally and nfa and everything in the past i've done like a few crypto trades like myself on my own money and i'm legendarily bad at getting it right like i'm wrong 100 percent of the time look at what i've done do the opposite right and um you know that's that's you explain to yourself at the end of tax year you're like ah bollocks i'm rubbish at trading Try doing that to an actual serious accountant, like an actual accountant. They look at your books and they're like, 
wait, what the fuck did you guys do here? And you're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, we were making some staking income over here, but then we thought it was really risky, so we did this trade, and, and now there's no money, because um, it turned out it was a shit coin. And they're like, okay, right, you're a fucking idiot. Why are we working with you? You are an absolute fucking DJ. Um, so yeah, that's, that's always fun. Whenever you have to deal with like actual accountants, they're just like, you people are insane. If I ever get caught for how much I made on the castle, you know, Fortress the Castle, if I ever get caught for how much I made on that, dude, I'm in serious trouble because I'll put that all in racks. Like, literally, I'm like, and then, and then racks build a fucking casino. And then I'm like, oh, well, dude, uh, I'm not too sure how we uh, go about this. Like, the Thai government, I'm going to have to fucking, I'm going to have to cross the border and allow us something before this is all over. However, I want to highlight something. Like we, we had to write some custom software to do uh, to to work it, to work out our taxes. We had to take take ten days off everything we were doing and write some custom software to start to work out what the fuck we had done. <laughs> and, and at the end of it, we were like, "Oh yeah, we're we're <laughs> we really fucked up with the way we staked in the bull market." <laughs> That's only obvious in hindsight. <laughs> Holy fuck, this is probably my favorite rag of fame of all time. Wait a minute, though. Uh, that, that whole conversation started, right? And ver- guys, listen, very few people can do this. Very few people can set a scene with like only several words, right? And Freya started that whole scene with like, I was in a shisha bar in Prague. Like immediately I heard those like words, like it's like, how many words? And I'm like, I'm, I was there. And it's like, oh, because you know, if you know Prague, if you know what it's like, right? Dude. <laughs> Legend. I got the stress that day. That was that, that whole situation, right? I, everybody was laughing quite like, and I, I was just like kind of watching from the edge of the thing. And I just kept hitting the shisha because I was just, it's, when you got it in your hand, right? You just, you, it's just like a fidget thing, isn't it? And then, I suddenly just realized I was sweating like crazy and it's because I, I don't smoke or anything. So like, it's the, it's because it's really intense nicotine, isn't it? And um, somebody was just like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think I might be having a heart attack. <laughs> hey, did, like, you the meantime, did you have a no, I was, I was fine. We, we walked back to the place we were crashing and it was like quite, it was, it was like kind of a chilly night. So I just sort of, I just sort of calmed the fuck down on the walk back, but like everybody, like cause it was this like it, it started off like a bit of a joke, and then every everybody was kind of like getting more into it, and it became a quite degeny like ha 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 atmosphere, and it was like as the excitement and the positive vibes went up, my physical condition went down because I was just hitting the shisha, like not thinking about it, and getting more and more sweaty and being like, God, I'm getting really stressed out. What's going on? what the fuck I'm gonna die <laughs> and everybody, but I'm just in the corner quietly like wide-eyed being like I'm not having fun anymore what the fuck <laughs> did they put something else in there with it no it was just I think it was just uh mint oh, you know okay. mint it's like mint and tobacco yeah. isn't it or something yeah so my if there was something quits, else in there then yeah my husband quit smoking right for like a few years and then he thought he was you know he was like I'm gonna have a cigarette I'll be fine Dude almost died. Like he freaking was green. He had to like he had to like go off to the side and he was like almost vomiting and stuff like that. So um there's That's fucked up. Poison yeah, yeah, there's poison in those there, there's poison in them cigarettes and 
Like you don't Even realize or, it until you stop smoking. It's it's crazy. Do, do you know what? There's, there's something about Prague as well because like the only other time I've been to Prague, um, I got stuck. I was with some guys, <laughs> some lads, definitely lads in this case. Right, the lads were in a nightclub. It's like a seventies flares type situation, right? And I, I just I just had enough, right? I, I'm in a I'm in a long term relationship with this stuff. I'm just like they get to a point where I'm like, okay, it's three in the morning. I'm totally smashed. I'm I'm kind of I'm done. For, I think my night's over. And some of the lads, they were just, they were, they were not ready to finish their night. So I, I went upstairs to the bar and I was like, I, I can't be doing with the club bit anymore. I'm just going to go drink at the bar. And they were like, you're too drunk. The night's too late. We're not serving you anymore. I was like, ah, goddamn. So I was like, what, what, will you, what will you sell me? I need to do something. I'm going to be here for at least another couple of hours. What will you sell me? And they were like, we'll sell you a 20 pack of cigarettes. And I was like, all right, give me them. Come on, let's go. Never smoked a cigarette in my entire life. Smoked weed, smoked other things, but never just never just like bought a pack of Marlboros. And uh, so I took this pack of cigarettes, and they're like, "Yeah, you, you've got to go outside and smoke." I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course." You know, smoking ban everything. Fair enough. Uh, so I went outside, and I realized I had no lighter, right? And I still got. I'm just on my own. I've got. No, I'm just waiting for everybody to get out of this club. And uh, there was basically a bunch of like teenage goths, and like again, not doxing my age, but I'm quite a bit older than them. Um, and I was just like, they were, they, they were Czech as well. And I just basically had to like, you know, do this, this thing for a, for a light. And obviously I start smoking these cigarettes and I'm like coughing and shit because I don't smoke. And these, these, these goths are just like, they, they're out of cigarettes. So then they're just like, can we have some cigarettes? And I'm like, fucking be my guest. And they didn't really have much English apart from, you know, could I have a cigarette? So I just basically smoked in silence outside the club for like an hour and a half with these teenage Czech goths um, until I got... And you learned yeah, how to smoke that. <laughs> yeah, I got sweaty and stressed out and went back to where I was crashing. I mean, it's really similar end to the story. Like, I thought I was having a heart attack. And it's poison. It's poison. It is poison. It turns out all along. Yeah, yeah. If your body's not like accustomed to anything like that or whatever, like... Shisha here in Thailand is amazing, though. I mean, in the Middle East, it's like the golden shit, but like in Thailand and Malaysia, they smoke that shit outside like all day long, like the apple and the watermelon. And like, can I ask B bands? Wow, time has flown, but we're on the hour. Where is Finn? Has like Finn like slept in or what? You know, cut a brother a break. You know, he he does a lot of work, and uh, I'd be okay if he slept in. This is being recorded. He can grab the recording later and and fix it but he's supposed to be a, a, ho- a co-host though i'm just wondering if your man free knows what's happened in the last like 24 hours like we've dropped uh google podcasts we've dropped uh spotify free like if you if you go to spotify and you look for like rack fm you're going to find like our entire library uh our own landing page if you go to google podcasts we've got like our own landing page on there like i think 45 nearly 45 45 shows right now uh, there's a lot catch more it, catching up with catching up with game of notes then i think we're on 53 well we talk a lot more shit than what you do like dude you talk sense like, <laughs> i don't think i could be accused of talking sense uh, can were, we, you, can I mean, were you here for the were you here for the last five minutes i just told a long story about smoking with czech goths i'm not sure that's related to the interchange it's related to this conversation, so it's perfect <laughs> when he was talking about smoking with goths and like Honest to God, it right. Okay, so Freya, I'm 46, right? I'm Docs, by the way. And dude, I grew up uh, during the era of the Stone Roses, right? 
So <laughs> yeah, okay. I grew up like like when, by the time I, it was like getting to like the late eighties, you know, like late eighties, early nineties. I was a proper little chad, and I was hitting the raves in the early nineties, and I progressed from there. But like, dude, I used to be in the Shawlands in Spiral Carpet. I used to have like my hair long, man, wear flares, like proper little hippie dude, you know. And then I decided to go to raves. So I'm presuming you you look a, quite a lot younger than me. You look about ten years younger than me. <laughs> uh, well yeah we'll see you probably been, so i'm i'm more of a kind of 90s video game jungle kind of a kind of a reference although if we're doing stone roses well if we're doing that era of bands i'm a first album verve kind of guy i'm an, i'm a nick mccabe maximalist uh when he was when he was kind of calling the shots before richard ashcroft got too big for his boots that's uh that's where i'm at Oh, Richard, I've got right from the Verve. Uh, I'll tell you what. History. You need to listen, to, you need to, listen to that first. One of the, the greatest songs ever. Yeah. yeah I, I, so basically there's this, there's this uh, to those not in the know, uh, right, there's, there's two eras to the Verve's discography. There's the bit where Nick McCabe, uh, the guitarist, was kind of the primary creative force. Correct. And, then, Correct. and then there's the period where Richard Ashcroft was like, no, I want to be a pop star. Um, and so the... the the, t- the tension period is album two is them fighting it out. And then album three onwards is the Richard Ashcroft show. And, you know, Urban Hymns, great album, great pop album or pop rock, whatever. Like, you know, not disputing that for a second, but the first Verve album where it's just Nick McCabe is like, what we're going to do is shitloads of ecstasy and fucking stereo guitars and just fucking noodle our way through a really bad trip for like 45 minutes with some nice break beats that that fucking record uh, and richard ashcroft's just kind of wailing yeah wailing or whatever oh isn't it called history i'm sure it is what's the track called i'm talking about history oh. i know which I think one that might be se- i think that might be second album you know no, 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 no! Not the drugs don't work and all the popular shit. No, it was from the one before. I'll, I'll get, I'll get the back of my head. Like I know which one you mean, dude. Like, oh, the, dude, the Stereophonics. There's another classic. Like their first example was a blinder as well. Not that we're here to talk about fucking shit like this, B-Bands. Do we have to address serious topics, or are we like? Uh, I mean, there are serious. There is some. Yeah, so there is some serious topics. His, well, what history, right? What is history? History. History is a single. History is a single from the second Verve album, A Northern Soul. There you go. Direct from Wikipedia. The second one. I but the, the drugs don't work. Was the third one? Was it? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Don't yeah. Even drugs don't third, work. Third album. It was. It was Urban Hymns. So I think that was their third. Yeah, album. Urban Hymns or Sonnet. The drugs don't work. Uh, I forgot the other tracks that's on there. Like all oh, that. I mean, it's all right. It's very poppy, but history. The ro- yeah, The Rolling I, I, People is the. The rolling people is the fucking goat on urban hymns. If you like, that's that. I think that is the McCabe track as well. So, like, surprise, surprise. I'm like standing it like fuck. But um, I will. There's also, there's also a cool BBC session. I'm gonna stand yeah, there's also a cool. Yeah, it's a good tune. It's a good tune. There's there's a good there's a good BBC session where they're doing. Um, a bit sweet symphony and Nick McCabe just decides he can't be bothered with Richard Ashcroft's. Uh, you know, shtick, and he just sort of plays whatever he feels like for for like five minutes, and it's basically completely discordant. It's really funny, and there's like a full string orchestra, and it's being recorded for the BBC. And Richard Ashcroft just keeps looking over, just like pure fucking hatred, 
just like daggers. He's like, you're ruining my star moment. And uh, Nick McCabe's just like looking down at his pedals and shit and just chilling. He's just having a great time. <laughs> that's, that's what happens to spoiled children like him, like, dude. Listen, Frey, we have we have a big, big question for you, and I don't want to mention like names. That's not what this is about. But we've seen a problem recently with like giga plebs who have no fucking idea how to secure a DAO. Now, as as retail, like I'm not going to class myself as retail because I'm making DAOs for fucking business right now and blah blah. But like you know, retail. How can they see these like big projects that are all about this and all about that and all about the show and the, the glamour and the blah blah? And do they haven't got like the, the 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 competence to be able to just even secure their own like treasury? Like Freya, are you looking at this shit and going, bro, are you retarded? Like, or are you looking at this like, well, they need more education? I mean, um, well, so, so okay, so there's, there's two things here. There's a charitable read and there's an uncharitable read, right? So the charitable read is when we did the how uh, incentivized test nets, we said, okay, can somebody try and own the DAO? Like, if you can own the DAO, we'll give you uh, 20,000 Howl or something, 5,000 Howl. I, I don't know what it was, but uh, that got claimed. <laughs> that reward got claimed because it turned out it was actually pretty easy to own the DAO. And in a way that we, as the developers, hadn't thought of, right? And, and like not to slap ourselves on the back here, but like um, the Howl contracts is, I don't know, it's, it's, it's 10,000 lives of code. It's like nine contracts, maybe more. It's one of the most complicated um, sets of contracts probably currently on Juno and certainly that's integrated that deeply with DowDow, right? Um, and, and obviously, like Callum was an early and core DowDow contributor as well. So he also had an intimate knowledge of how all that stuff worked. And we still managed to get owned by somebody who literally looked at how our stuff was structured and managed to figure it out in a way that we didn't. So the charitable version is even the developers of this stuff and even stuff that's audited, I would imagine, it, it just social engineering um, stuff, attacks and stuff like that are just incredibly hard to um, guard against. And it's, it's back to that kind of thing of like, you need to look at a DAO and go, is this a thing I'm investing in, right? In which case you need to do very careful due diligence on that investment, right? Because that is incredibly risky. If the DAO is doing something where it's more like how, and it's more like um, the token is, is just a way, it's like an economic incentive system to use the product and the actual token value is, you know, relatively small fry in the grander scheme of things, then I guess you can afford to be a bit more YOLO about it. Um, but it's, but there is, so there is an element of users having to be careful there. Like if it looks too good to be true, it, it probably is. And there's also an element of like, you know, even devs who really know the stuff inside out can get wrecked. Um, and then there's the uncharitable read, which is that, yeah, this was a very obvious way of attacking the DAO, and it was just set up completely incorrectly. Um, and I think, so I'm going to be uncharitable now and, and just say that there are a lot of people who say, oh, we are the developers of a DAO or the developers of a project. And they either just basically forked code from somewhere else and worked out how to deploy it. 
um, or made minor changes or literally, you know, set up by, you know, in this case, via the DAO UI, basically set up a DAO, right? That doesn't make you a dev and that doesn't mean you understand what you're doing. And so there's a danger there where if the tools are that easy and you've not even like kind of read the read all the documentation and talked to some people knowledgeable about it and stuff like that, then you've also set yourself up to fail a little bit. So there's 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 the kind of so there's the charitable read, which is that look, all of us, we think we're clever, but we could get owned tomorrow and we'd be like, damn, how did they do that? Because it's always possible to get owned. That's the thing about cybersecurity. It's always possible to get owned. You just don't know how yet, right? And then number two is that, yeah, okay, fine. It's always possible to get owned, but you can actually at least knock off some of the more obvious ways to get owned. And so the uncharitable read is, well, if you don't even do that, then yeah. And I think that's because, like I say, there are a lot of people who actually don't have the technical competency to be launching these products. And I think that would concern me as an investor. Um, and that's kind of why I say, like, you need to decide what, what, what your goal is in, in kind of being a part of these project, pro- projects. Sorry. If it's more about like, a, that's why, you know, like, um, I think Noah was saying yesterday, um, I can't remember if it was on Spaces or when I was talking to him privately, like most projects should be an NFT DAO, right? If they're about a community, it's mainly about membership. Correct. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, I totally, totally agree with that. Like, I think a lot of the most useful DAO use cases are going to be NFTs because they're about membership, and then they're about the DAO itself having a treasury, and it might want to do things, but it probably doesn't need its own token. And I'm kind of wary of DAOs that have their own token because that, that feels like, what? Why do you have your own token? Why not use Juno? Why not? Like, like, what is the reason for this that you? Have, absolutely couldn't solve that problem another way you know um so i think i think there's a little bit of that too everyone's seeing this sorry dude everyone's seeing this right now is nft DAOs, nft DAOs, nft DAOs, right dude like i don't know exactly where you're coming from uh freya can i ask you is is dow dow because it is in my opinion but i'm a pleb is dow dow one of the greatest technical innovations we've seen come out of the recent like bull and then bear and then like hopefully we might bull again but like we've been up and down it's like because to me Rick can you can you give me a comparison I'm trying to look and I can't com- find a comparison for Dow Dow and I'm looking well it basically doesn't exist like there is there is nothing as sophisticated as Dow Dow out there because it it sort of also boils down to use cases like other people have built things on top of it have interacted with it and it's driven more development more use cases more feedback to build other things and also like you know in the last bull when juno was worth uh, more you know bluntly not only were there developer grants and things but there were all, there were a number of different ways where for a very small outlay in absolute terms like in juno as in like five juno rather than lots and lots of juno you could pay like grants and, and bounties and things for people to get involved. And I think there was a, there was definitely a period of time when there were a lot of hands on DowDow working on it in one way or another. There's still up, there still is a large contributor base, but it got a real head start in the bull where it was just being aggressively built by quite a large team who were very, very motivated. Um, and I think there's also another thing, which is that 
the Juno swap, um, you know, let's not go get too deeply into all the many things that happened with Juno swap, but they went very, very strongly for DAO being at the heart of their project. And so one of the things that also pushed out DAO's development um, very heavily was that the Juno swap team contributed quite a bit to it in terms of unblocking them being able to ship Juno swap functionality that relied on DAODAO. So there's another missing piece of the puzzle there, which is that the DAODAO team was relatively well-resourced, very motivated, and very good. And then there was also the Juno swap team who, you know, were no slouches in terms of technical ability at the end of the day, um, who were also contributing. Um, the difficulty you have now, obviously, in the bear market is that obviously people People will contribute to something for free for a period of time out of pure enthusiasm, like a month, two months, three months, four months. But there's a limit. And I think now, you know, we're correct. six, seven three months into it. Yeah. That's why we want to fund Rack FM. You're correct. How long will people contribute to a project if we create what well, we've created? It's been established a while. But if you have this economic model, like, like uh, infrastructure, backbone, like without Dow Dow, we couldn't do with RackFM what we want to do. It's only like feasible and we're only capable of doing what we want to do because of Dow Dow. Take away Dow Dow right now. How could we do what we want to plan to do and raise funds and, and do all the NFTs, et cetera, yeah? Yeah. It's an economy fit. Is, is Dow Dow an economy? Uh, no. I guess it is a not at the moment. Not at the moment, but it can be. Can it be? Can it be an economy? Can it be an economy? Can Dow Dow like fuel like a an economy like like us plebs jumping on and like trying to create a business? Could Dow Dow facilitate Rack FM as a business, in your opinion? Yes or no? Uh yes, but that's not the definition of an economy. Um if we're going to be specific about it, I, I think it, it yeah, has I mean, the ability. Between, to... I mean, between us, I mean, between us, within our little like, like thing of what we can do, I don't mean an economy, maybe a black market. You might want to call it a black market. <laughs> I, I think it has the ability to underpin uh, novel incentive systems that capture value. Um, if that is the definition of an economy, maybe it is, uh, then, uh, then maybe it is an economy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's like I think that's kind of the root of a lot of the most interesting use cases for for crypto stuff. I, I I'm despite having held and interacted with it for for, for nearly a decade now. Oh, shit, no, a decade this year. Uh, no, wait, decade last year. Fucking time, time flies. Anyway, um, a lot of the most interesting use cases for crypto. I'm not really a DeFi guy. I've said this before. Like, it's not really like. I decided as an engineer not to go and work in fintech and get the big bucks because I just didn't give a shit about banks. And I, I, I have an understanding of why DeFi is useful. I like the use case. I understand why people get excited about them. And I think they're important for the growth. Yeah, in Juno, for example. Um, but it's not like what, where I want to spend my time coding. You know what I mean? Um, and I, but I think you look at like, the, the question really of whether or not I'm actually lying there is basically whether or not you think building incentive systems is DeFi. Uh, I tend to think not. I tend to think like something like how, where it's it's sort of, there is an economy, an economic incentive system, if you like, or a microeconomy built into the, the program is a completely novel thing. Like look at a thing you couldn't do 10 years ago 
in a meaningful way. And it's that. That is literally what smart contracts give you that nothing else does. And that's super exciting. But I also think that we're still at this incredibly immature place where the reality is that most of the really exciting use cases for this stuff will incorporate smart contracts as part of the stack. Um, but a lot of the rest of it will be web too, obviously, because you know if you want to deliver a million transactions a second, you, you're just going to need to use Apache Kafka and Cassandra, you know, and it's fine. It's just, like a blockchain is just a different database. Um, it's just a database with different stakeholders, different access managements, different security guarantees, and a lower trust environment. So what I'm kind of almost more excited for in some ways is the convergence of the ability to build incentive systems and also like um, integrate it more smoothly with the UX of the rest of like like the, the coming together of the interchain and the internet, I suppose, into the the next thing. Because we're, we're probably not going to call it the internet in future. It's going to be like some other thing. But it's about that kind of... Um, the internet having its own jurisdiction, right, is predicated on the idea that it has the ability to create definitions of value um, via incentive systems. And that's the thing that's really kind of interesting about where we are now is it's, it's we're beginning to get to the point where we can build those systems. Um, it's just that there aren't really that many users. <laughs> Freya, Freya, what's your, what's your like, uh, I, I, you don't have to answer this, but what's your like personal like motivation, right? Is it this like, uh, like the vision of this like, you know, decentralized like utopia? Or are you like a businessman where you're like, well, we're, we have to provide a service. This is going to be needed in the future. You know, are you this like ultimate like libertarian, like, I, like, what, what's your take on? Because I'll tell you, my, I mean, I'll be honest with you, dude. I was like, you were like left leaning, like libertarian, like for many years. Like, everybody, like, you look, you do you, I'll do me, blah, blah. And then the political, like, landscape, I feel, was rugged under my feet. I didn't move. Or, like, the rug or the, the earth moved under my feet. And that led me to blockchain and decentralization. I, I realized, okay, well, this happened, it wasn't my choice, and I can see what's going on. I mean, where, where do you lie? I mean, I'm not asking for your politics. I just, like, you've got to balance, you, you know. I, 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 yeah, I think I'm probably, I'm probably very unusual in, in my politics in terms of, like, the crypto space more generally. I think, um, no, I don't believe in... You've got kids to take care of. What I'm saying is... I, when I, got, I, don't, I don't believe in, I guess, I don't believe balance. in utopias. I don't believe in utopias because they don't exist. And I don't believe in a silver bullet to solve a complicated problem. Um, the reason that our, the reason that our societies are in like a strange place is because um, politicians stopped believing in the ability, in their ability to say, here is a grand policy direction I have. Um, and we're going to go through with it. Here is our grand project. This is what we are about. And we are going to do that. And they've instead gone, we're just going to try and maintain the status quo because we're afraid that if we make a decision and there are unintended consequences, the difference could be worse. And it's that kind of stasis that's led us to uh, uh, just any number of different things that are, are currently kind of preying on, on the world as we see it. Um, as for my politics, like I, I see a lot of the problems in the world. So I'm, I am, uh, like I said, I'm very probably unusual in the crypto space. I'm a green. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a, 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 a I consider myself to be a, a kind of federalist European Green, um, 
I believe the problems that we have in the world can't be tackled by one country on its own. I believe they're multilateral. And the old order hasn't adjusted to the idea that cooperation needs to happen on a broader base. And I guess what I'm also kind of a nerd that spent too much of his life talking to strangers on the internet and IRC and stuff like that. And I also, I guess, look at the internet and I see that the internet is a multilateral place that doesn't really have a real jurisdiction. And a lot of the problems that I see with like the climate stuff are also mirrored with the jurisdiction stuff in the internet, you know, where it's like, it doesn't really belong to, the problems don't belong to one country and they don't belong to one group of people and they need a broader set of technologies and tools and ways of talking about things to to solve these problems together and i guess that's the that's the, where I, I kind of believe the internet is its own jurisdiction i guess uh, i think that's i think whether you're libertarian or whether you're just you know like me where i i'm just like i'm totally kind of fine with government really um i don't mind paying my taxes i like having a health service i i did a national service when i was type of thing when i was younger um you know, so you would, so when, you would have been that. Hold on, you would have been that guy when they offered you like the pill in the Matrix. You wanted to stay in the Matrix, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I don't know. I, I think I think I would need to read the terms and conditions. You know, I. I, well, I mean, I, like I, he was very upset when he was out of the Matrix. That guy, remember the one that betrayed everybody? I don't know if you saw that movie, but I'm just saying, yeah, he was very I mean, upset. And he was like, "Man, I missed the taste of steak." Instead, he's eating all this gloop slop. I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I agree. I, I guess it's I, purposes and stuff. Yeah, I, I think it's just, uh, I think there's very few things in life that are black and white. And I think for, for me, like the big thing that I, I think most people in the space agree on is that the internet is its own jurisdiction. And that's the thing that I think, just like governments have not got used to the idea that if they're going to solve the big problems of the 21st century, they need to work together in a much more broad-based way. I think governments have also not worked out that the internet is vastly becoming as important as meat space and that it is becoming its own jurisdiction and the tools for it for it governing itself are emerging and that is governance that is dow dow that is all these things that we're talking about and i so, think but that, here but here's the thing then how how does that get like i guess regulated or who is going to be essentially i know this is going to sound terrible but who's going to be the police of the dow like you know what i mean we have interpol here in their metaverse trying to figure out what the next metaverse crime is are they going to be now trying to get into DAOs, like, you know, making decisions kind of like with the mango markets situation where the, the DAO was passed and everything. And, and yeah, they were under duress because, you know, he hacked their whole system. But this is that Avram um, Eisenberg guy. But then now he's now the mango markets is going to the government and suing him and saying that they want their money like they want them to help and get their money back. So it's kind of. It's too soon. Yeah, I don't you know think, what I mean? I, I, yeah, I don't think anybody really has a good answer for that. And I think like that's we're just going to have to see. Like, I would imagine that like most things, there will be some OK decisions made on regulation, some bad decisions made on regulation and everybody will muddle their way along and some things will get grandfathered in and then we'll continue for a while and then some new problem will emerge. And, you know, I, I, I tend to think, you know, society all society, all culture is just a negotiation of various interests, right? And we're at the point where this stuff is broadly enough used, even if we're still at the point where, you know, like I said earlier, we don't have a huge amount of real users. We still have we still have people who are investing because they want to. Uh, and again, this is because of a wider economic problem that we have. Um, you know, people have like primarily a profit motive. 
rather than being users. And one of the big things that's going to change is that you're going to see people turn from being investors into being users. And that is when I think regulation will also change. It will have to, because you can't regulate people who are part of a DAO that is just essentially a voluntary organization or a cooperative rather than something that people look at and they go, oh no, that DAO launched a token. It's definitely an investment. It's definitely a Ponzi. It's definitely a security. Those things will cease to be true. And that's going to change the way that sensible people who are in policy um, talk about it. And, and, you know, if you, what would I like to do in the future? I think also, you know, I think there's a bit of a responsibility of people to, to project forward five, 10 years and go, you know, if you want to continue living where you do and you want to continue working in this space, then you should be thinking about how you can engage with those conversations and, you know, be helpful because it's not a zero sum game. It's a, we all win if we work out how to make this stuff work in a way that works for everybody. So like, you know, there's in the UK, there's recently been a, a consultation on a, a government stable coin. There's been some stuff on DAOs. There's been a few other things. And, you know, as a company, we try to, um, keep on top of these consultations. Um, we've obviously had to spend quite a bit of cash on lawyers over the last couple of years between between trying to launch Howl and, and Prop 16 and all that sort of stuff. And and they they give us heads up about when these things are, are coming along. And we try and fill in, you know, responses for these consultations and whatnot and say, hey, you know, our perspective is that, you know, you can have this use case and that use case, which aren't really covered by what you're talking about. And we'd like to see, you know, some discussion of that and whatever. And like I think it I don't know. Maybe it's just that maybe I'm just a fucking idiot, but like, uh, I kind of think that like, it's, it's sometimes better to just engage in, if you've got nothing to hide, it's sometimes okay to engage in good faith and just be like, yeah, I, I would like to see this technology more widely adopted. So I would like my government to take a sensible policy approach towards it, even though my current government is a fucking absolute ridiculous dumpster fire, but that's another fucking story. Fuck the Tories. Well, well, I mean, free you know I'm a I, Ray, you know you know I'm a political refugee, yeah. You know I can never <laughs> Dude, I've said things I've said, I've said things about the King of England that are treasonous. <laughs> I, can, I'm, I can never return. If if Thailand ever tried to kick me out, dude, I'm like I'm I'm golden for like the next like 25 years. Uh, <laughs> so Freya, can I can I make a confession? There's many people in the room, good friends. Uh, I'm gonna make a confession here. Right. I upset. And maybe like lost uh, some members of my like inner family, but like let me inner inner family kind of thing. But I mean, my mother and stuff like wasn't very happy or whatever. Like like to me, and this is mainly because of the tax and and our tax like history going back to when they taxed your windows and stuff like back in the medieval ages. <laughs> hey, dude, like right, I've described because I'm I mean. This is what's really painful. I live in Thailand and I'm, I've got a cush life. I'm, it's nice. It's, I'm comfortable. I'm like, I'm set up, right? And so I can look at England and I can be like, well, I've escaped for whatever reasons. I've described it as a floating uh, island of serfs, right? It's like, <laughs> well, you know, the, you know the prison system, right? You know the prison system free in England, right? Right. You know, serf yeah. born, right? Exactly, right. But, but England is almost like a prison. And that's why the Australians call us pommies, like prisoner of Mother England. And we talked about those guys, the difference with like blokes and like lads. Yeah, yeah. Like, like dude, when I go home, everyone's just like looking forward to the weekend. 
Like they'll work all week. Like they'll go to the match on a Saturday. You know, they're going to do that. Like, like dude, it, I mean, I know you didn't live that life. You live your best life. But like, you know what I mean about England, what it's like, the culture well, of like. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I, yeah, I mean, England has, oh, Jesus Christ, has so many problems with its culture. I, it's longer than the time we've, we've got left, I think. Uh, I've got, I think I hear a, a, a wee band. Uh, stirring, so I'd better go and, and change some nappies. But I think a lot of the problems with England, like you want to take a historical perspective, uh, that I, I'm, a, I'm a kind of big fan of the argument that is a set, there's there's this whole interesting argument about. So, the, one of the other interesting things about like about blockchain is like what blockchain uh, and what kind of cryptocurrencies actually are. Like, are they a currency or are they a form of debt relation? And like, to what extent does token-based money, has it ever really been a thing in human society? There's a really, really interesting book um, by David Graeber, the anthropologist, uh, that talks about this in terms of the history of money. And one of the things that you see is a strong correlation between token-based money and military expansionism and empire building and slavery in particular, like slavery. Um, and I think one of the interesting things about the UK's history is that, well, first of all, like uh, there's a, there's long periods in the Middle Ages where there wasn't really any money and people just sort of informally recorded debts and, and whatnot. Um, there's also a whole period after the Black Death where people had a lot of freedom because so many of the agricultural workers had died that people could collectively bargain. And so landowners had less power. Um, and th there's there's some great stats if you want to look them up about how many festival days people got off work in that period of time. Like it's about a hundred years where the population was so small, people were literally like, "I'm going to work fifty days in a year, and there's nobody else to work on your fields anyway. So that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to spend a lot of time, you know, singing fucking folk songs and getting drunk and making cider and the rest of my time, you know, fuck off." And singing, singing Kumbaya, <laughs> like me, like singing Kumbaya. Oh, no, no, the there's, there's, oh they're, they're, all, they're all absolute bangers, mate. There's, they're all stuff like the Lincolnshire Poacher and whatnot, where it's, it's all about oh, basically... Oh, what about Maybe? What about those Maypole fucking dancing things? What's going oh, no, that's on? All, no, 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 fuck that. I'm talking about all the good, all the bangers, where it's all about going to the, the, going to the landed gentry's property and stealing their fucking livestock and, and nicking their apples and, and then having a party and getting drunk with your mates and telling tall tales all, all those kind of folk songs um but anyway a lot of the uh, essentially a lot of the land in england is still owned by the same people that were given the land after the norman conquest in 1066 and at some root cause of the, the the english mentality i think or the psyche of the country is yeah that essentially it's been the same people in charge for a thousand years and it's never really grown up from that reality into like a modern nation state um i'm not even sure if that's a hot take but that that's kind of my take on the uk um all right so i, I gotta shoot off in a minute so i'll give you one one last one last question about juno before i go ask me anything <laughs> no dude i just wanted to see it like what a pleasure because, like, I think this might be the first time, like, many... Uh, dude, I'm telling you now, I think this will hit, like, 1K replays, because that many people are going to like, want to listen to you. Like, Freya, you do not realise the privilege and the honour it is for Rack FM to have you on here tonight. I'm not bum-licking you, but I invite... Like, I asked you, because I'm a big fucking fan. You're doing a little bum-licking, but that's okay. He's he's, 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 he's an excellent guest. He's an excellent on the guest. Oh, man. Oh, he's fucking... Hey, I tell you what, your man's gas. 
absolute turbo. <laughs> not the field, no, no. Wow. Yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, it's I'm so I apologise that I'm a bit I'm a bit out of it. I'm a bit sleep deprived for obvious reasons at the moment. Um, trying to trying to fit everything in, but it's 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 been fun. Um, we should do this again sometime. Uh, maybe I want to battle slapped and and maybe maybe like uh, we can we can talk more about specific. Well, hopefully again, like I said, coming weeks we're going to publish some more stuff on. All of the various shit that we're kind of thinking for direction of Juno and everything, and we can talk about that stuff. We can do some. Uh, we're, we're talking about AMAs and all this kind of shit as well. It's all going to be lots of lots of cool shit to talk about, basically. And we should do that. Do remember though, like a lot of us, like for the last twelve fucking months, have held you in a very high regard. Like I said. You saved 80% of me net well. I mean, I know you played it down. I know how integral you are. But now, dude, like, like literally, like we, we don't want to hear you on spaces all the time. Like, literally, like, like, like people need to lock you up and just get you working and like like, but when you do come on, wow, dude, it's a performance. My goodness. I can't believe this space like it's fucking unreal. The people that haven't been here tonight. They're going to be tuning in, dude, in the next few days. This will be on uh, Spotify and Google po- uh, Podcasts in the next 24 hours. Uh, Don't yeah, forget to dude. like and subscribe. Wow. B-Bands, do you want to say anything to Freya before he jumps off to, to take care of the little one or what? Wow. I'm blessed. Freya, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Um, I feel like I have learned a lot of new things, um, and I appreciate the conversation. And uh, my only request is, may, may I get a follow? Uh. I think I only follow about ten people on Twitter, so it's 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 you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like raise a raise a DAO prop or something. Uh, um, so, so I, I should I should make it I should I should make it. Yeah, I should make it eleven, and then it never nobody can be added after eleven though. I no, no, there's this whole thing. So uh, you know, Callum, who co-founded um, uh, Hal. Uh, he, I don't follow him. I I don't follow him on Twitter, and what? he brings it up all. He brings it up. He brings it up all the time. So we, because he's based in the UK, we've actually he's one of the few people in the space that I, I've met face to face, and uh, it, it's a topic of conversation. We still talk quite a lot, and uh, and I still don't follow him on Twitter. So oh, it, you're okay. in, then that's you're, a, you're no, in no, very wait. elite company. You're in very elite company if I don't follow you because I don't follow all of the best people, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that way, way, I like the way you like flipped that around. That made me feel good. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. All right. Okay. It's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. Peace out, hey, everybody. Hey, Freya, Freya, keep being you. Like, we love you for who you are, like, and what you're doing. Yeah. Honestly, God, for you to come out of the shadows and come here. Like, dude, just go back and do what you do. Like, we absolutely just yeah, know you've got big supporters. Yeah. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Wow. B bands. I mean, I know I'm a fanboy, like, but you know, come on. I mean, it's a rarity. It's like amazing, isn't it? Like, uh, what did you think, darling? I think he's he's very interesting. He actually, um, because he knows about music and a lot of other things, he's he's very entertaining to to listen to. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like boring dev engineering talk. It's like it's an actual conversation with a person and, and, and I enjoyed it. What do you think? Oh, he's, he's, he's more well-read than I am. And I'm like, well-read, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he said about the humanities degree earlier, the amount of reading he'd done, but like, I consider myself to be well-read. 
like this guy's like like insane like he can because he can remember more shit than i can <laughs> but yeah that's like there's a lot of interest and in, like can we invite people up now since we have like I 20 have. minutes i already oh, have done no hey, guys if y'all want to come up and, and and chat or anything please feel free we got like 20 minutes before we have to shut it down and Finn, you know, so Finn doesn't um, yell at us. Well, we, let's get back to the show. I've invited loads. I've invited loads. Let's get back to the show. Wait a minute. Where's your man, Bitchak? I mean, he was fucking retweeting this just the other day. I uh, hope he's been fucking in a car crash. So, uh, Bitchak, you're in the hospital tomorrow. And you're like, oh, what happened on the fucking spaces last night? And you listen to this. I mean, I hope you've got no broken bones. Uh, no, listen, Lord Trivia did that. Listen, Lord Trivia retweeted the space, was going to come, accepted the, the calendar invite, all set and go. And um, he doesn't show. Not only does he not show, but on the same day and doesn't respond to the messages, he posts a picture of him on the on the side of a mountain skiing. I was like, damn, that burnt a little bit. It burnt me. I'm not going to lie. Motherfucker, motherfucker, on the fucking ski slope. Yeah, he was in with his friends, like having the time of my life. And I'm like, man, but it was okay. It was a midweek special. It wasn't like the bare bones. Like it, it sucks more if it's on the Monday show. But you know what, special. So you know what, darling, that epitomizes the like the, you know the phrase like I'll oh, break a leg. You know when they go out on stage and they're like break a leg, that like epitomize you like break a leg, you cunt. You know there's like I oh, go on on stage, break a leg, and there's like break a leg, you cunt. Hello, Slinky, you little darling, me little slinks. Guns down the stairs, bouncy, bouncy. <laughs> yep, totally. <laughs> uh, that guy, I am so upset. I just woke up and only heard a little bit of him. Like, I want to marry him. <laughs> Fuck, he's so interesting. He's extremely interesting. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. Rock FM, fucking number one scoop, Joe. Timmy, have you had them on the show? Home pleba me, have you had them on your little fucking bum chum fucking let's talk in the fucking rooster field fucking show? No, you haven't. Guys, scoops. People won't even, people, I'll tell you what, the Tammy, the Tammy show from last week, the numbers on this show last week with Tammy, I'm forming. It's a fucking disgrace. It's one of the funniest rack FMs we have had yet. Nobody could stay serious. Now, compare with tonight. Like, it's like yin and yang. You don't know what you are. Oh, look who's here. Well, B-Bands, the new host on the block. Brucey. B-Bands. B-Bands, he's your intern. B-Bands, he's your intern coming in. Oh, Bruce, you're going to lose connection again, you pleb cunt. Sort your life out, will you? We're going to... I'm only going to swear, because Finn's... Right, uh, now, now Freya's gone, and Finn's not here. You're fucking all about to get the end of the fucking show, aren't you? We'll cut this cunt out from the uh, Spotify. Especially, I sent me mum the Spotify link today. Oh, that was a bad idea, wasn't it? No, she's probably real proud of you. Maybe she's laughing. Yeah, you know reply, I mean? Let's think yeah. positive. Let's think positive. You're not down horrendous yet until you talk to her. Then you know for sure. But you know what I have? I, I've been, um, I've been, uh, Bruce, are you around? Or can you talk? What's up? Is Robo getting ousted? 
Is there a coup? Oh, no, I just, um, I really, (laughs) I've been thinking about Bruce for, um, a couple days now. Don't tell Andrew, don't don't tell Andrew, for fuck's sake. Oh, he's standing right next to me. Um, so... (laughs) Bruce. Hello, Andrew. Can you t- Bruce. So Andrew, this is my audio tonight, Andrew. I- Andrew okay, he's here. Brother. So, Andrew. Bruce, I need you. Like, I don't know why, but I, I feel like um, you ever watch. Um, I need you to scream. Like one of these days, I need you to scream out really loud. Everybody, get into the chopper. If you can do that for me, that would make my fucking life. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll do that one day for you. But only if you will get to that chaba. I'm not ready. Get to the chaba. Get to that chaba, be bands. Yes. Oh my God. That's Come on, I need that as a sound bad. clip. You need to bring the clone baby. Bring the clone baby to the chaba. We said, we said, Bruce, Bruce and Joe should do an entire show, right? Bruce is Arnie and Joe's Sylvester Stallone, right? Imagine like a 45, 50 minute show. Like, what did you think of the Jacob situation this week? Like, oh my God, just talking in those oh, voices for the whole show, I would oh, die. Fuck, dude. Oh my goodness. Dude, I might shit myself. Honestly, I might need incontinence pants. Is that what they're called? Those, those nappies you put on when you're like my Depends. age, when you shit yourself. When you're... <laughs> oh, I, I think I've had too much crap. I think I've had too much cocaine up the arse, like, honest to God. Sometimes when I laugh like that much, I shit myself. It's not funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll laugh and pee myself, but that's because I had children's. You're, I don't know what, <laughs> what that is. <laughs> I blame Stevie Nicks from the Eagles. I read a documentary when I was, I read a, a documentary. I read a biography when I was 14. <laughs> he and all the weird guys, I couldn't figure out that conversation. Wow. I mean, I could figure it out, but yeah. Uh, he is like just, just. Ne- I mean, uh, Bruce is like next level Zen, and we're gonna bring home play baby. But like, he is like he wow, is, is. wow, 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 wow. I have a question, Robo, because I wasn't here from the beginning, so I wanted to know how how, uh, how did he answer the, on the question about Arch, Archway being superior to Junior Juno? Oh, bro, I'm I'm really sorry that you've lost the replay button. But like, fuck off, we're on the show. What do you think I'm going to repeat shit, you daft cunt? Uh, home player, hello, son. How are you doing? He's just jumped up as a, hey, Billy Big Balls, but he's fucking horse balls. And he's like, hey, repeat some shit everybody heard two hours ago. If you weren't there, it's your fault. Yeah. Home player, hello. How are you? I'm shitting on Bruce just for a laugh because he knows. Like, and, he's, and your pants. He, Bruce is right up with this one. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. Uh, home playboy with the roosters. They're all right. We're getting some snow right now, so they're a little quiet. They hate it. Do you bring them in the house or not? No. Do you bring them? I couldn't leave them outside, mate. No. When there's snow on that. They, they've got a great shelter outside. They've got a great, great uh, rooster, on, still rooster and hen run and covered, covered shelter, and they're all right. Are they going to heat? Are they going to heat? Are they going to heat or not? So no. you don't, you'd never bring the, the animals in for Christmas or anything like that? No. If... Uh, if somebody needs some like hospice care, they might come inside. Uh, occasionally, we get a sick hen or something. Um, and and sometimes after we have chicks, uh, depending on the conditions outside, we'll bring the chicks and one hen in. Um, but no, for the most part, they all stay out. 
if we get a lot of snow, I got to go shovel and, and deal with that, you know, but that's fine. Um, anyways, I jumped in because I wanted to say, Robo, you know, don't worry about it, man. Because listen, as the resident pleb and as a, as a listen, as a top notch fuck up, I can tell you one thing. Mothers always love you. So you're golden, bro. Yeah. Have met my mother. <laughs> me and my mother's from Sunderland. She's probably like so proud right now. She's like, oh, that's my boy. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine like, you know, I can imagine her kissing her, kissing her fingers and putting on me photo on the wall. Like, that's my boy. Like, like, hey, I mean, listen, guys. Listen, guys, bitch shack, like shit on us. I mean, this is what like you need to understand if, it's a weird story, actually, because I would never have brought them on at the same time. Uh, but, like, I asked Frey, and he didn't reply for ages. And then at the last minute, I was like, oh, I need to get this up for next week. And then I asked Bitchak, and then Frey, like, replied off an hour after Bitch. I was like, oh, fuck, how will I do this? Anyway, fuck your man. I don't know where he is. I'll get him on the show again, because he, he is actually really funny. I like Bitchak a lot. I've, I've taught him a few times. I, I like the Celturian. You know, some of these plebs that have been stung by like Voyager or Celsius or like whatever, like not like us that might not have been stung by it, but like you bring them in, nice conversations. Anyway, I thought it was good tonight. Uh, Joe, right, guys, Joe's been invited. He's down there as a pleb. Uh, let's not mention anything except Joe's latest video. It was quite funny. Oh my God, he's he's uh, he's a uh, he's the goat. Wow. He's he's wow. the goat. Like wow, I watched it several times, over Fuck. and over again. Fuck. Shared it with my husband. He watched <laughs> it a few times. I mean, holy shit, that was fucking uh, hilarious. Because here's the thing: if you want to say that there has to be a certain way of being, you have to behave that way. Like if you're, you know what I mean? This the whole decorum thing. Like I completely. 100% agree. Like, if you were going to say, I'm a professional, I'm doing professional things, and yada, then you have to be like that all the time. You can't say what's good, what's good for, you know, you know, what's good for me is not good what's for good you. For you know? like, what's good for the goose is goose good for the good. gander. Yeah. Uh, no, like, no, that one. What's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? Yes, that one. Yes. And so, like, I don't know. I just feel like, and then now this whole thing that everybody's, you know, coming at each other on Twitter. It's actually, it, it, oh, wait, wait. I'm going to be honest. It it's a little, calm it down. it's a little, I, what? Let's okay. chill it down. Let's chill it down. Oh, let, let's, let me, say it. let's say wait. it all. What is it? It's oh my bullshit. gosh. You can go on rants, but I can't go on a rant. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. No, no. B bands. I want, let's get this clear with me and you, darling. It's a rant about, a, about bullshit. Like this is like proper fucking. Oh no! Like, but what I'm saying is like people are like coming after each other, and I, I like um I don't know. It's just almost I, I feel like embarrassed. Like I want to like you know when you watch yeah. something super embarrassing on fucking television, and I, like I'm the I'm the one that you know if the mean girls are embarrassing the nerd girl, like I'm like in the in the corner hiding, like peeking to see when it's over. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you didn't give anyone an ultimatum, though, though. Like, you, you didn't go to like anyone and say, "Hey, if this doesn't stop now, like that's the end of like like this now." Like, like you didn't give anyone an ultimatum, and I didn't want to get on about this, but like, and I tried to bridge the gaps and blah blah blah. And I'm not going to fucking go there. It's fucking finished. And tonight, Rag FM, like what we've just done tonight with your man, oh, celebrate like 
like the vibe, man, the intelligence, man. Like they're like that. There's so much fucking love. I'll tell you what. Right. Let's how long we got? Because Finn's gonna complain. Right. Fuck we got 10 minutes. Ow. We got 10 minutes, but I do have a question. Brew, right. I, I mean, I I went on the alt, 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 alt last night to listen in to Bruce. And fucking hell, how much is this cunt needed on Rack FM? Like Tuesdays and Thursdays, like sandwich between like your major show. Like literally, like like the last night I felt like meditating during fucking Bruce's uh, warm-up uh, to uh, the neck. And it was like, he got people talking about shit that like they hadn't thought about for two or three weeks. And like, he got people like just like relaxing and being in the zone and be like, like, I'm like, ah, oh, your man Bruce is on stage. I'm going to go and fucking have a little cheeky little fucking spliff like and uh, just uh, kick back in the hammock and uh, have a non-alcoholic mojito. Uh, that's fucking my life at the moment. Uh, and I'm going to like drop in the hammock and I'm going to listen in. But so important, so crucial. And I can't wait for that. That. that the Tuesday and the Thursdays, Brucey's doing what the fuck he likes. He knows it's an open mic, but he has to manage it. If he wants to put a special on later in the day, he can after the warm-up, blah, blah, blah. He's free reign. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Brucey's. Wednesdays, B-Bands, Robo. Well, I'll be responsible for Mondays after the fucking weekend, whatever else. We might have a special, we might not. Uh, and, and then the Friday show. And then I'm going to try and like get in the background and try and like be able to pay people and create culture and like work with people. I mean, we're not trying to, we're not bad people. Are we big bands? Are we trying to like, like, are we trying to show the love? Do you know, just everybody. I mean, slinks, come I feel slinks like, I mean, love, this man. all, this is all originating from just enjoying hanging out in spaces and talking and bullshitting and bringing up topics. So how can that be bad when it's just, it's coming from us all just wanting to hang out, right? Exactly, exactly. You, you know, you heard this tonight, didn't you? About about culture and community, and about what I thought about the word community. It's it's like we're too associated with like community pools. Like community's got a bit of a black name to me. Well, we can we a tarnished name. We can fix that. We can polish that shit up. Culture is where you fucking start, right? And you know, we talk about loop and like the drama and like. Try to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been back when I come back. Rooftop parties in Medellin with Omni. Oh, Kevin. Where are you, Kevin? My daddy takes to make me go to rehab. I said a loop, a loop, a loop. <laughs> sorry, darling. Sorry, darling. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are we getting carried away? We're going to finish soon, so I thought we might have a laugh. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I think what right I'm, now what's what's going through my mind right now is the, um, you know how Tank had posted about um, the government using that Silk Road BTC, putting it into Coinbase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, and then, then the I time. wake up this morning. I wake up this morning and it says, Kathy Wood from ARC purchases over 300000 Coinbase shares in the biggest buy of 2023, like the next fucking day. Fucking crazy. I said, I said, Q1 pin. Nobody listen. Be careful. Be careful. Buy dog coins. 
Honestly, probably one of the best uh, investment uh, or the best one of the best assets you can put your money into. You can invest in now with dog coins right now. Traditionally, like you mean like dog shit coins or like you're talking uh, about shit coins or just like Doge, you know, I mean, whatever. What I are you talking about? I did a seventy percent on shit and I sold a lot and I'm I'm building bags at all my levels. And I'm darling, I've got my dog coin. I mean, in my opinion, the dog dies this year. I've said this before. That's my thesis. The Doge dog dies. And then... Man, I, what do you come, think about H-Bar, though? Uh, right. Uh, really interesting. I mean, H-Bar and Algo, uh, the two, like, like the, 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 they are the really interesting ones that you're worried about, like, becoming ghost chains. It's like, it's like, where's that line where it can Why would be- you wait, Hedera, Hedera Hashcraft becoming a ghost chain? No, well, like, because in previous markets, like, previous coins have that have been built as, like, being the next big thing. Like, like come on. Did you see their partners, though? And who was, like, who their, course, who their council is and stuff like I've that? I mean... I've been talking about H-Bar and I'll go on con for how long now? Like, there's so much fucking opportunity now. You're talking institutional shit, right? Yeah, like, I'm I'm thinking the, the, the people that are, you know, have their institutions that are part of this governance yeah. council. You know, they're just, you know, like... Liquidity. It's crazy Liquidity not to... Though, like, like, no matter what you say, like, regardless of anything, like, the entire blockchain industry just revolves around liquidity. And it flows, and it's like a tide of the moon. Like, you know, I've been up and down in these fucking coins for like nearly three years. Like, like, I ignored Nodi Crypto. I was listening. I used to listen to Nodi Crypto when I like a few years ago, before like when I first started my couple years ago when I first started my journey. And that Nodi Crypto guy was like, "H bar, H bar is the shit." And I just thought he was nuts, and I was wrong. He he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> Wait, y'all are wow. aware there's an exploit, right? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> On Hydrograph. Yes. Okay. It's called, wait, wait. Is it called Crowbar? <laughs> <laughs> Where did Joe go? Did oh, no. That took a second to hit my brain. It was like it went in my ear. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> it slapped my brain. I know. I was like, well, wait, well, wait. Where did Joe go? Coming oh, up with Joe back. <laughs> I mean, okay, Joe back in the room before we leave, no? I'm Wait, where's Joe? Can anybody give Joe a ring, please? You can listen. <laughs> You're gonna make. <laughs> Don't play too long. Have <laughs> <laughs> been. Bro, I was, I was, I was researching his uh, his space with uh, Tim and uh, the other guy from Phylabs to annihilate him, but then I realized. All I had to do was make sure the shit the shit didn't get to the nest. <laughs> Joe said it to Bruce, oh, you'll not be able to beat my space. And Bruce is like, well, I just have to stop someone like shit posting the nest. Like, dude, oh, that was so bad that day. That was hilarious. Where, where's Tank? He must be choking someone out with like earbuds in or something. I invited him earlier. No, he's not coming up. Or maybe his show is his show going on? No, it's Friday. He he doesn't do a show on. Does he do a show on Fridays? No, Mondays and Fridays or something. I don't know. Uh, is it, is it, well, we're going to wrap up soon. Uh, next Friday is the DeFi Dijon thing. Now, I'm going to say this, and I don't give a fuck. It's Rack FM, and we have the freedom of choice to say what the fuck 
we like. I've arranged like a few adhesions for next week. Uh, Zulian uh, can't accept because it's like 5 a.m. He's got a young kid that's Zulian from the Rec Gang, the uh, DeFi Asian guy. One second, time, I'm going to bring you straight in. Guys, we're trying to plan a show. And Shrewd is ghosting me three fucking times now. Fair play, dude. Hey, I didn't realize, like, sorry, bro. I didn't realize, like, that was a skin in the game. But now I do. Hello, Tang, son. You're a year fucking normal. Thank you. What's up? What is going on, everybody? It's Friday. And it's a happy birthday. I'm so old. Thank you. Oh, Tank, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know that I know that you just put that two in there before the picture was taken. Because there should have been like a seven or an eight there, right? Next to the four. 42. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me feel any more old. No, yeah, I'm fucking having a blast, guys. The markets are down. It's exactly what I fucking wanted. Oh, it feels good. It feels good. Hey, Tank. <laughs> can you hear me, bro? <laughs> Go! <laughs> You know what makes the polling more fucked up? Because I remember wait, how wait, old wait, it was wait. when that came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that song came out. That was my jam. <laughs> go, shorty. Like, I could, I could. Go, 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 shorty. Go, shorty. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give up because that's your birthday. Oh, he's going to have to cut that out. <laughs> Before, you know, 50 Cent sues everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, this space is fucked. Y'all, y'all played way too many fucking things. Y'all <laughs> He's gonna have, they're gonna have to cut that out. No, no, but we had to be bands. Tell him, tell him earlier we had to be really serious. Wow, wow, we had to be serious for so fucking long. It was crazy, man. Crazy. My well, brain. Can, can, can I can I say something real quick? Uh um, fuck being serious, fuck the drama, fuck all that stuff. Birthday stream for me today, which means birthday stream for you guys today. I'm giving away a watch to one of the fucking people in the damn stream. No strings attached, no NFTs. You just got to fucking be there. We're giving away one of those fucking TSO watches to celebrate my birthday. So let's fucking go. Nobody else knows about that shit too. So yeah, you know. What's that Maneki post real quick? You put some like make your, you choose wisely and you use the handsome David Navarro to send your messages. The guy is a thirst (laughs) trap. (laughs) <laughs> thirst trap, thirst trap. I got everybody with that message. Uh, yeah, no. So, uh, yep. Be, choose your fucking side, whether you're a holder or not. Uh, we've been talking about it with the Discord. Uh, you know, it's 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 hard because it's like, people are doing their things. Not a lot of people are are showing up and all this other stuff. So, like, we're we're gonna make an announcement during the live stream. So again, hopefully, the watch giveaway incentivize also other people that might have interest in things. But all good things. All good things for people that, you know, are long-term holders and supporters anyway. So nothing really bad. It's a celebration. If you guys have time, I all you got to do is be there. I, I so, love it. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely fucking love this community, man. The heart and the souls and the like. Honestly, I feel like I'm, I'm in Bangkok and I can smell your guts. That's how close I feel to you, like your plebs. 
I fucking smell your morning shits, man, from here. Do you know that? Oh, God, <laughs> God. But God forbid. <laughs> Be bad tonight. God forbid you smell mine. <laughs> I just lit a candle, so uh, fuck all that shit. <laughs> you know, but like there was this big pack of poopery. You know that thing that you spray in the toilet before you take a, you know, a poop. poopery. Yeah. Yeah. Poopery. It was like a, like, really? it was, yeah. It's called poopery. You can order it or like it was on, it was at BJ's or whatever. And I was looking at it and I was like, man, I, you know, that would be good to have in the house because man, like, isn't it nice? Just go and it, it traps the smell, you know, it won't come out of the toilet. I'm just, you know, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, when I was a kid, me, me grandma used to like knit these like, like things that look like women that she used to put over the toilet roll. Like she used to knit these, like, 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 you know, like a doll or something, like knit it and then pour it over. And that's your toilet roll holder. When I was a kid, like you didn't buy any toilet roll holder. Like you knitted the thing. It was mad. I'm probably an old cunt. No, that's pretty cool. I feel like that's something my mother-in-law d- does because she like knits like crazy. She would Google do something shit. like that. You Google this shit. Like, she... Google this shit. Like, Google, Google like knitted, like knitted toilet roll holders. Google oh, oh, it. Like, look, it's, it's 10. It's 10.01. Do we want to roll the, shut this down so that... Well, can we sing happy birthday to the tank? So yes, you sing can. your Marilyn Monroe. Come on. Come on, baby. And sing your Marilyn oh, I don't Monroe. Remember how to... Happy birthday, Mr. President. Happy birthday, Sir President. Happy birthday to you. I love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys to death. Thank, thank. Wait a minute. Thank. I did it with a lisp. I wanted to put the lisp in there, make sure you knew how how spectacular I thought you were. You know. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are are we forgetting? Are we forgetting Rack FM fucking tradition? Thank. If you don't get Robo, wishing you fucking happy birthday in Thai. Me, the pleb, the Jordy uh, the Jordy cunt, the Macam. Uh, I get called a Jordy cunt, dude. If you don't get the Robo fucker, so <clears throat> give me a minute. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking. I shouldn't be like this. Is really yeah. Get, illegal. get your vocalizer prepared. New New York, New York. Uh, 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 I'm not gonna lie. Every single time I hear this, it bothers me, but I'm ready for it, Robo. Throw it out, man. Know, but it's true though. I know. It's true, though. <laughs> Suki, suki, let's go, suki, suki. I want a suki, suki. Wait, I'm gonna take a quick drink of uh, water. Well, allegedly water. I should. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Oh ho! Kuntang na. Oh ho! Suk san wang ge na kap ma. Like a mi kwam suk mak mak na. Like a oh, like a kuntang a lo mak na. Chamang. Like a law mark, like a oh, like gang mark, nah. Uh, so someone got in a cup, okay, mate? Shamina. And then I'm praying, I'm praying to tank. There you go. That's like the biggest compliment I can give someone in Thai, put that way. I love it. Meanwhile, he's cursing you out. I told him, wait, wait, wait. I said, happy birthday. And I said, what a handsome cunt you're up. When I said law mark, nah, like, like, like a handsome mark, like, that's the way the Thais talk, you know. And everyone in the audience is like, I love it. Everyone in the audience is like, wait a minute, Rob was not like a giga player that I thought he was. Like, oh, okay, okay. Just I've got a voice like, I don't know, fucking Stevie Nicks or something this week. Oh, I'm wrecked off this COVID. Fuck, dude. <sighs> Never mind. Wait, you got anyway, COVID again? 
Ah, oh, I, I, I tested positive on Monday. Like, dude, it's been he's been licking stuff. toilet seats. <laughs> you know remember what? that guy? Remember that guy that was licking the toilet seats? Got COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> They give me, they give me something. I don't know what they did, but they give me something to keep it out my lungs. Like, like it's only got to my throat, and it's still stuck there. And it's like, but as long as it doesn't go in my lungs, I'll be all right. I'm, I'm cushy right now. But fucking hell, man, I need a rest. That's why these kids are coming in. But tank, it's a privilege, dude. They're forty-two. You're forty-two. It right? is. It is. I'm blessed to be alive. Another day above the ground. Uh, another day to shit up. Another day to bring out the axes. Another day just to enjoy it. Have a fucking scotch. Get rid of that COVID. Fucking kill it. I got to get ready for my live stream, though. I love you guys to death, guys. Take care. Take care, Tank. Take care. Take we care, love you, Lord. Happy birthday. Just always you know, remember, I'll birthday, always be a tank, little bit man. younger than you. Never forget that. <laughs> so wrong. Oh, that's I the want, same with me and you and Robo. I want, I want everyone in the fucking room to know, though, man. Like, we can all be fucking friends. We can all be pals. We can all be fucking family. We don't have to fucking agree on everything or we don't have to see everything the same way. But how we talk about it, how we discuss that one few points with each other is incredibly important. And that's what Rack FM is trying to manage is it's like, right, well, fucking hell, there might be problems. or there might, Can we change the name to Cult FM? Because I feel like, I don't know. Yeah, woman. <laughs> From the block, right. B bands, do you wanna do you wanna well Finn's asleep obviously, but do you wanna talk us out tonight? Do you wanna do you wanna go because I heard Bruce's outro the other night? Do you wanna do you wanna talk us out? I'll tell you what, B bands. Talk us out about how you feel about being part of a community like Rack FM, where it doesn't matter what project you're from or how things are going, you have a family. Like, if you know anything about bands, did you ever watch Cheers? Did you ever watch Oh Chew? my God, you better watch yourself. <laughs> what? what are you going to say? What yes or no? Say? Have you ever watched Cheers yes. or not? Yes. Have you? yes. Are you Lots sure? Of all of the episodes. Yes. That's why I'm like, you better not call me Rita because we're going to have a problem. What? So, oh. <laughs> Want to go where everybody knows your name? I think we got rugged. I hear you, not Robo. I think Robo got rugged. Yeah, he's been playing too many like <laughs> other people's music. <laughs> I think we should wind it down. Hey, Boosman, I really liked your outro. I don't think I could do as good as as you. I'm gonna have to work on that. Dude, from the interview. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Bevan. Or you could be like, that. everybody, get out. You know, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out now. Get down and get out. He's like, just say you don't have to go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember the uh, the local innkeeper owner yelling that at us when the bar shut down, while throwing ice cubes at us. Well, I think we should shut it down. So go for it, Bruce Man. No, 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 no. You do the outro. He asked you. It's going to be recorded, events. So go for it, events. But I don't have. I, I, honestly, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I'm excited about everything that's happening, and I and I love hanging out with you guys. Because if I didn't, we we wouldn't be. We wouldn't all be hanging out with each other. And I enjoy our conversation. And um, this is an awesome experience. You know, something new, right, Bruce? It is. It is, and yeah, I agree. It is an awesome experience, and it is something new, and it's such a privilege to to. Do it and experiencing it with all of you guys. Even though we have differences differences and we have drama 
like every family got that right mm-hmm. i mean these are the people you choose to hang out with or either family or, or real friends you know <laughs> hey joe why were you putting a thumbs down you want to come up here That's some say it's a troll we all know we all know the spicy. saying that uh, blood is thicker than water but the original saying that's only half of it the original saying is that the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb so the bonds we choose in life is thicker than those we were born into yeah i totally agree with that 100% all right well It's been real. It's been fun. It's been really, really fun. Thanks for coming to Rack FM's weekly show. Um, we had the fray on. It was an amazing show, amazing guest. Thank you so much for coming. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll probably see you on the after show if Robo decides to spin it up. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. It's the Rack Show coming from the Rack Store. Is back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes Slurry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile Be wise, NFT wise, fuck with these guys It's the rack rap from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack pack from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Blast that rack rap from the stash app Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap Rack gang with the rack will slang Like a trash can hoodie with fangs and a gold chain It's either rack will or the red pill Best chill while we get into the first meal Best feel, best devs with the best skill No shill, all real, secret is a great deal Rack will insane, Shane better stand fast Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts Knowledge from the street, with the best plan yet Winston gotta eat if you retweet that Free of a life feed from the base camp McKenna always ready if you dare that Buying all raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack rap from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab Hundred NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Spaces.